What's up, everybody, and welcome to Hate to Pile My name is CJ alongside my awesome co-hosts, Jonathan and Christian. How are you fellas doing today? Exceptionally well. Christian, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing just fantastic. How are you doing today, CJ? I'm doing great because, I mean, we got a lot of sports going on right now, a lot to talk about, but uh, I think the biggest thing that we will focus on today is playing basketball and the playoffs. And then also we'll talk about a little endeavor that we've got ourselves into uh, with some fantasy baseball. We'll talk about that a little bit uh, later. Let's talk about these play-in games because it's been a wild ride so far. We've seen, um, as of recording, we've seen the uh, first episode or the first round, so to speak, of the play-in. And we still got the second uh, play-in game uh, on Friday. Um and it was interesting seeing the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, beating the Clippers. I think, I guess, I guess, let me open the floor up to you guys. Did you feel like that was a surprising outcome, or were you expecting that more? I'm gonna be real with you. The Western Conference, I didn't know what to expect with either of those two games. Like all four of those teams are pretty evenly matched. I feel like. Um, but yeah, because the Clippers were up, I think. Yeah, they were up going into the fourth quarter, uh, and then lost it in the fourth quarter. So I was a little bit surprised, but overall, uh, not really. I feel like they have the better team right now. Uh, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, even though he got uh, he fouled out. Uh, D'Lo. They got a nice little squad. And the Clippers pretty much, I mean, they've been winning, give them credit, even without Paul George, but that team's just, I feel like, not that talented. They've kind of been playing above their weight most of the season without Paul George and Kawhi. Do you disagree? No, I don't disagree whatsoever. Um, they have a lot of ta- I think they have a lot of talent over there. Just the talent isn't executing. So I'm not going to say they don't have talent. I'll just say the talent isn't executing um, to their best cap- capabilities. Um, was I shocked over the game? Honestly, no. Um, I'm pretty sure Paul George was hurt most of the whole season. And he came back really late. And when you just can't have a guy who's just now starting to play because there is a thing called in-game shape. And then there's a thing of you're going to be relying on your teammates a lot more, but those teammates have been playing the whole year. So they're tired. And I feel like that game, they didn't, they couldn't mentally wrap their head around it. And uh, what's his name? Anthony Edwards just came off like a, what a high 40 point game, a few games beforehand and captain playing well and Dilo isn't playing well. And you were at the Timberwolves. So we were at the Timberwolves, right? And you were at the Timberwolves. Timberwolves haven't been to the playoffs in forever. So they got something to prove. To a team who's always in the playoffs, you just think it's going to come spoon. Some teams just think it's going to come spoon-fed to you. But teams like Minnesota, who haven't been there in forever, the last big guy that they ever had, I mean, I guess was, I mean, I guess Cat and then Kevin Love, but then before that was just KG. Like, you haven't been there since those days. Like, they, they're trying to prove somebody wrong. And then Pat Bev, someone who gets bounced around the league, like, they like his defense, but... 
and there's something like a, a factor around him that people just don't like for some reason. And it's like, he got something to prove. Pat Bell is the type of guy you want on your team all the time because he always has something to prove. So that team has something to prove. And the Clippers got dealt with. So, I mean, I'm not going to say I was surprised. And also, like uh, Jonathan said, they're in the West, like in the West Coast. The West Coast is a toss-up all the time. You yeah. literally don't know who's going to win. Um, but with a surprise, not a chance. They, Timberwolves knew what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, a uh, really good game for Anthony Edwards dropping 30, uh, 5 and 2, and uh, Dean, uh, Dean Russell dropping 29, uh, 5 and 6. And even with, you know, Cat uh, filing out this game, I mean, they did, they played well, they fought into the end and won and got themselves into the playoffs, which is huge for them in that organization. <laughs> Clippers do get another chance on Friday, though. Against the Hornets, or not the Hornets, the Pelicans. So, which should be good. Um, Which we'll talk about that game in a second. Um, Let's go to the other player from Tuesday, which was the Nets versus Cavs. Uh, Nets beating the Cavs 115 to 108. Big game from Kyrie Irving, who was fasting for Ramadan. so, uh, I mean, this is kind of – we expected this from the Nets, right? We expected the Nets to make the playoffs, or were we expecting them to kind of just falter? What was you guys' expectations? Chris, you can start this a little. Now that Jonathan started. Uh, I don't think anybody was expecting them to miss the playoffs. As soon as Kyrie got cleared, uh, they were expected to make the playoffs, especially because we didn't know Ben Simmons wasn't going to play then we thought he was coming back soon also um and he might not be now he had a setback christian you see that uh, from what i heard this morning he's supposed to be playing oh and the series against the celtics that's what i heard that's that's okay. the last thing i heard from steve well, he, he was supposed to be playing like the same time Kyrie came back he was supposed to oh, play okay. the regular season uh, right, right, right. He got pushed because he had a setback. So if he's going to be back in the first round, that's kind of going to go back to the uh, the Paul George thing with the Clippers. Like, how is he going to fit in? He's never played. Yeah, he's never played with any of them before. It's completely new. The chemistry is going to be off. Since first game of the season. Exactly. With all new teams. Well, I no. have no idea what's going on. I have no idea. He, got, he played with Curry. Oh. Yeah. But mostly new teammates. Like it's going to be interesting to see. Do they kind of ease him in? Do they uh, watch his minutes? Do they only put him in certain lineups where they stagger him? Um, but yeah, I think nobody expected the Nets to miss the playoffs. Yeah, Worst case, case, they they have to. I mean, no, they were expecting once they made the play-ins to win the play-in. Like, no, nobody expected them to lose a play-in game. So, I'm not surprised by that one. Um, Cleveland is a very feisty team. They're young. They're hungry. Uh, and they – that's going to be a really interesting game, them versus the Hawks. I'm excited to watch that one. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. Christian, uh, were you surprised at all? 
No, man. I I think you guys know I'm a I'm a huge Kevin Durant fan. Um, so I mean, I'm not saying I'm a Nets fan, but I want him to be successful. I, there's no way, man. All that talk of you know, Kyrie is this and that, KD is this and that, Kyrie missing games because of COVID and whatnot. Like in my head, there's no way they were gonna lose that game because Kyrie. I'm not saying he's fresh, but he's fresh. He's missed a lot of games, you know, and it's like. These guys are playing up and down, up and down, um, 24-7 every game. And you got Kyrie, healthy legs. No, I say healthy legs. Fresh legs. And knees, fresh he, legs. He, 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 got he, got the, he got the knee fresh. problems. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he got the fresh he, legs. That's the he thing, can, too. He's been able to get a little tread on him just, like, towards not as, like, a Ben Simmons situation where he hasn't really been physically active. But, like, he's been able to play a couple games, ball out, then rest and kind of do his thing. So he's able to at least get enough of a flow. And then when he finally – and he had plenty of time at the end to where he can really get get into that flow right. for the playoffs. You know, I think it's kind of almost like they scammed the system. That's kind of how I feel it right now. They they scammed the system this whole year for Kyrie to stay fresh because knowing his injury concerns with them knees. And then he got him just right for the playoffs, which, I mean, hopefully the Nets can do it with right. – you know, if everybody can come back. And, you know, and it, ideally you want Ben Simmons to really start catching his groove by, like, the end of the first uh, round, second round, if, you know, if you expected this team to go far into the playoffs. I think Ben will be – I think he'll do really good because I don't think anyone on the team is telling him, you got to shoot, you got to score. Do what you're good at. Get the ball off the board, facilitate. You yeah. got an easy lane, go ahead. You got two great scorers. That's what I'm the only thing the only thing we're asking from you, Ben, if I'm them, the only thing I'm asking you, Ben, is if you have someone smaller on you, post up. We're gonna give you the rock. That's your time to shine. You know, but you know, jump shot. That's all we ask. Facilitate, get the ball off the board. If you got someone smaller on you, lay them up. That's it. But back to the Kyrie thing, you're right. I feel like they scan the system as well because think about it. If you only play away games. And if I'm Kyrie and we're at a homestand right now, and I know the next three or four teams we got to play away, oh, I'm studying a film on them like it's nothing. I can depict everything they do, not in just not just over one night or over two nights, like a week. I have time to just understand what their game plan, what they're going to do. They did scam it, but hey, I guess this is what happens when you don't get the shot. I guess this is what happens. Yeah. Um, speaking of not getting the shot, the Hornets playing against the Hawks uh, Wednesday night, not knocking down a goddamn thing. Just a terrible performance, to be quite honest with you, as a, uh, a pseudo-Hornets fan. Uh, what, I guess that's the right word. Um, just, you know, it's tough. It's tough. You know, especially seeing what this team can do. There's a lot of good talent on this team. Trey Young, you've been listening to the show. You was ready for us so you can put the smack down on LaMelo. But last, also, let's not forget, though, last time that the Hawks played the Hornets, Horn, uh, LaMelo was going off. And so when the time was to show to show up, this team couldn't knock down anything. Uh, and the Hawks just kind of ran away with this pretty easily. Um, Capella was going uh, going early and often. Um Borrego went with the lineup of Plumlee and P.J. Washington to start, which I don't think I've seen that lineup too often this season. Um, but 
maybe want to try something different for the playoffs. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, Trey Young looking good. The talk team is looking good. Uh, they have another matchup uh, Friday, which we'll get into a little bit later. But uh, from this game, guys, um, did you, what do you guys take away from this? Or did we just not know? Did we not learn anything from this game? Uh, we learned that James Borrego got to go. He stinks. Um, get him out. Give me literally anybody else. Anybody? I would take Doc Rivers over Borrego, man. It wasn't Lamelo's fault. It wasn't Lamelo's fault. It wasn't Lamelo's fault. <laughs> See, that's the thing too. It's it's just the way that they run that 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 offense, and the fact that it's not run through Lamelo really just it bugs me. And the fact that Terry was like until lately, like they really kind of made a switch towards the last maybe ten games of the year, to where it, I feel like Lamelo was finally becoming that first look, that first guy option on the team versus like Terry dominating the ball. Which Terry was there was fine as like a second or third option, but he shouldn't be your first guy. Like let Lamelo facilitate, score first. And then get the ball rolling. Bridges should be your second guy. Then it should be uh, Terry Rozier. I didn't like the way how much uh, Rozier dominates the ball. Um, it's some odd placed uh, veterans on this Hornets team that I think that they need to figure out what they want to do going forward. Did you just say Terry Rozier needs to be the third option? Yes. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there with you because, first of all, go there. Go I am there. a Miles. I am a Miles Bridges. Like I love Miles Bridges. He went to Michigan State. Love him. He committed early to Michigan and decommitted from there to go to Michigan State. Loved him for it. He has the guts. He has the moxie. But his game is getting there. I'll say that because when he got into the league, he was getting no runs, no minutes. And this second year, he started getting a little bit better and better. Last year, he did a huge jump. And then this year, he did another huge leap um, at becoming really good at the game. But I'm not going to put him above Terry Rozier, who has won y'all a lot of games when other players on the team sat down and did nothing. So did Devontae Graham. Graham. Devontae Graham, he was never that guy to me, okay? He He was never that guy to me. I'm hey, you know, he was sixth man of the year two years ago. He was never that guy. Terry Rogier, like he was that guy in Boston when we saw him. He was not he was that, that guy, guy in Boston. When the whole team got hurt and he was carrying? Come on now, stop playing with me. My he man was, was carrying. Numbers. You said what? Putting up empty stats. Bro, what what playoff team should Terry Rozier be the number one or two option for? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Of course, of course, if he was on a better team, of course he would never be the number one or two option. That's of course, the but want, on this team, be, on oh, if they want to be a playoff team, Terry Rozier should not be your number one option, and probably shouldn't even be your number two option. And we should not be taking minutes away from guys that need to develop. To and get away touches away from guys that needs to get that that rep those repetitions of being like Lamelo should always be the go to guy. Drafting him third overall 
and Bridges. Like, those two guys you should build around, period. And then let Terry bounce off of that. He should not dominate over. And that's the thing is, LaBello's such a team player. He's like, yeah, I'll let him do like, you know what I mean? I'm cool with that. Like, he's my boy. And I get that. You could be boys with him and everything like that. But still, they need to say, listen, LaMelo is box office. Bridges is box office. We build around these two guys and PJ. I, I like the way PJ's been playing. He's been aggressive at the end of this year. But they got a really good core of young guys. They just got weird, odd place veterans to try to compete now. That just doesn't – I think it literally just it holds them back. Like a Gordon Hayward in that contract. Kelly Uber, I did like because when he when everyone was hurt, he was he has that ability to score, but he's just not as consistent. Was that consistent? He's not consistent, exactly. And so I, I don't mind him. Um, you know, I think I just wish that like you just choose to continue the full development of and just develop guys and just let them fully flourish. And I think that's what's missing. It's just that it's something that's missing. They're they're getting better, which is what you want to see. But it's still something that's holding them back, and that is Beret Go. Well, I have well, I have two questions for you two, then. What's up? Do you guys think that y'all should have gone after Miles a little bit Turner? harder? Do you, oh, yeah. Do you think you guys yeah. should have gone for Miles a little bit harder? And then my second question is, what if Russell picks you guys? I what if do Russell not picks want you? Russell with <laughs> But I'm just saying, but that's the thing, though. What if he does pick you guys? Because right now, I think he's realizing he can win a championship if he goes to a stacked team of young guys who have the ability to shoot. And that's the only thing that I had against the Lakers was they have no one to shoot the ball. They literally have no one to shoot the ball who can get to their spots on the floor and just do a like, straight-up jump shot like a Kevin Durant or a Seth Curry – a Seth or Steph Curry. Um, uh, who else? DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, like uh, Jalen Brown. Just, you, like, they didn't have anybody like that. And you can't expect to win in today's era doing that. Because all everyone's going to do is, when I see the Lakers personally, oh, I'm stacking the inside. Show me that you can shoot over us. Show me. Show me. And then I'll respect it. But I think Russell understands, okay, if I can't join these teams, because boss is not going to want them. They just signed uh, – Marcus Smart to a huge deal a few years ago. That's not going. That's not happening. I mean, they do need a point guard, but I think they'll be fine with Marcus Smart there. He's not going to go to the Warriors because he already said, "I don't leave teams that beat us." Okay, Russell, whatever you say, that's how you want to play it. But I feel like he understands. Like, yo, let me go to a market. No, a, but everybody a market that's hurt. So if he's not going to beat the Lakers, I'm saying. But I'm saying, I think he understands that. He wants to go to – I'm not going to call you all a small, mark, a small market anymore because how excited you guys are. But, but I'm going to use the word growing market. You guys are a growing market now, and I feel like he sees that. And, you know, he has ties with Jordan because he is, he's a sponsored Jordan brand guy. So I can see him going there. Um, but he might pick you guys. Personally, I think he should go to the Mavericks. That's just me personally. I, I do like that. Here's my thing. I wouldn't hate him on the Hornets. Like, I wouldn't mind it at all. I but do wouldn't not be happy with assets for him. I do you won't trade for him. Okay. I mean, yeah. You give him Gordon Hayward or Terry. You probably give away Terry, and you probably give away, what is his name, McDaniels. Daniels? Is that his name? Jalen McDaniels. You probably give him up, and then you'll probably give up 
a big because they understand that they want to take Plumley. Fine, I'll give him Plumley, Plumley, Gordon, and Terry. No, they're probably taking Montrez Harrell. Let's be real. They're not taking Montrez. is like the and he's a North Charleston king, bro. I swear, if he was from South Carolina, he'd be straight from North Charleston. I swear. He's, he's from right up the road in Charlotte. He's from Tarboro. Yeah. North Carolina. Tennessee T. Harp. That like, sounds rough. Harrell has been the first – it's the perfect veteran presence that you need. With Like, I think Terry's good. Like, I think Terry has that energy, that box that you need, that spark plug. But just – he like, he needs – it needs to be more of a Pat Bev role versus a leading guy role. Do you think and, he do – you, do you think he could probably excel – as like a Jamal Crawford role or a James Harden role. Ideal role is a sixth man role. A thousand okay. percent. I think he, he, I'm not saying he's a low end star. Like he can put he can put buckets. Like he, he I think he can start on any NBA team who doesn't have like a prolific point guard. That's the, he yeah. can start, but like his yeah. ideal role for a playoff team, one hundred percent six man. Come off the bench, then you let him run the offense. You don't right. let him run the offense when you have Lamelo Ball. I feel like Lumelo is like this is the thing too, right? There's a good chance Miles Bridges could walk in free agency. It's a good chance. If someone ah, if, if someone pays him money, and especially if depends on how this this is the key offseason for Charlotte. Because you gotta first you gotta pay got Miles Bridges agents. the bag. But you it just depends on how that offense is gonna roll and how that team's gonna go because I feel like Borrego's choosing is choosing the wrong people to go through, and that's what's like that's what bothers me, because like I think it's I will go all in on our young guys, and because you know like yes you are building you still have you still have like a couple years before you can like all right I got to figure something out for to keep my job, and like you know you got Ball who's been finally a good draft pick a really good draft pick exceptional draft pick that you know Michael Jordan has made recently. Um, you know, PJ is developing. I would like to have a big like Turner and PJ if possible. Have PJ at the four and Miles at the five, and then have Bridges at the three. And then you know, whoever I don't know another guard book. You know, what I mean, like a really nice young uh, lineup you could have, and just kind of really ride with them, giving them that time to see if they can develop, give them a solid year, and then you will see go from there. Like book, like got completely shitted on this whole year, played the least minutes of any rookie that the uh, – he played less minutes than Michael Kidd-Gilchrist's rookie year. I just saw that stat on the – Michael Kidd-Gilchrist was the second overall pick. Exactly. And he's the 11th overall pick and barely get minutes. Well, let me let me ask you guys this then. Um, so there's one, two, three, four guys on here. Five, really. Um, who would you rather have? And these guys have the player option. So, you know, either assets are going to be given away or they're just going to come willingly and buy their own contracts, which that's probably not going to happen. you got John Wall, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, and my favorite guy who I think y'all should probably go after, but I think he's tired of being in these small markets, uh, Bradley Beal. Has his own player option um, like by this time next year. Um, this year when this year's when the season's over with. Which one of those guys do you guys go strongly after? Which I like guy? Bradley Beal because I think you, you do need to 
you do need to pair Lamelo with another shooter. And Montrez Harrell, Montrez Harrell is going to be a free agent as well. I think you guys should go after Zubac um, or Marvin Bagley. I feel like you guys should go after one of those two guys. Um, but the bad thing about you guys is I feel like – Detroit's not letting Bagley walk. We'll see. I mean, They didn't pay for him just to let him walk. I guess so. But, I mean, I think for you guys, he's, you he's guys have to – down the stretch for them too. I just think for you guys, you have to get – I don't want to say a big name. I don't want to sound like a jerk, but you guys have to get a big name guy for these guys to, to come follow. Yeah, Gordon Hayward is not a big name. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Let's be real. Down. Let's Pipe be real. But, uh, yeah. But I'm excited for the Hawks. Trey Young, let's – hey, man. Uh, I, I don't really like any of those names. Bradley Beal is probably the most – uh, appetizing out of those five. Um, right. John Wall would be interesting because he's from North Carolina. He's a North Carolina native. Um, Raleigh be the city where they like to do the dance. Ooh. Flex to the left, throw some money out your hand. Ooh. <laughs> um, but he hasn't played in, what, two years now? That's the, yeah, he, and he getting a bag. He, he, <laughs> he played last right. bag. <laughs> and he could have played this year. The horn, or the Rockets were just tanking. Yeah. Um, like I don't know if he still has anything in the bag, but he's also kind of like Terry, where he's another ball dominant guard. So I wouldn't like him as his fit with Lamelo. Um, that's the thing too. But man. that's the thing. Like, it's, I would like almost any of these guys if they were willing to put aside their ego and be like, "All right, I'm not the primary ball handler." Like, like with Terry, I wouldn't mind Terry if he was the sixth man. Like he's the guard coming off the bench. Like you stagger his minutes with Lamelo. Like so a Reggie, like a Reggie Jackson. Thing, but he's not taking the ball out of Lamelo's hands. Like right. that, that would be wonderful. But that's not the setup that Borrego has right now. So, I want you guys to name me a coach who you think should replace him, and it cannot be the same guy. So I told y'all my guy, and you can use my guy if you want. I mean, that's not that CJ's guy. You said what? Uh, that was CJ's guy, so I'll, I'll let CJ go with him. Um, I don't. Who's? I really think y'all should go get either Mark Jackson. That's what you're thinking of, right, CJ? Yeah, Mark, Mark Jackson. Jackson. Or you go get Fitz. Um, Ooh, Fitz Fitzdale. Fitzdale, yeah, I think go get him. Because I feel bad for him because he's been given chances, but every team he's given chances with were bad teams. Yeah. Like, no one was going to win with them. You had him in New York, and then I think you had him with the Grizzlies at the time. And it was like, there's nobody with the Grizzlies. Who did you want? Conley left, and who who did you want him to work with? Not right. saying anything bad about those guys who were there, but who did you want him to work with? Out in the West. Dude, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lakers was going crazy. You had Mavs going crazy. Definitely had Golden State going crazy. Like you, there was, uh, Portland was going crazy. Like the, you, there's no way. But I think you have to get Fisdale or or go get Mark Jackson. I like both of those. I'm gonna go with uh, an interesting one though, Mike D'Antoni. <sighs> now everything he said about facilitating the ball. And all that just went out the window. 
because Mike <laughs> D'Antoni is heavy on having the one guy having the ball and him go do his thing. Every that guy's Lamelo, but it doesn't work like that. And he's all about small ball too. And that doesn't work like. That. I mean, it that, can work. That works perfectly. We don't got a big. That's true. Yeah. Lamelo Ball is a great player, but if you think he's going to average damn near twenty nine, thirty points a game, you're you're drunk. Oh, he absolutely can't. If you put shooters around him, <clears throat> okay, shooters around him, yes. But I'm I'm talking and about like twenty three and eight was not being ball dominant this year. We'll see, man. That's a different thing when you got Mag D'Antoni in your corner. Sure. I'm not trying to say anything bad about him, but Mike D'Antoni. You cross half court. Hey, let's go back to Chino Hills. Who the fuck is Chino Hills coach was? <laughs> hey, bring that man up here, bro. Let the man cook. <laughs> and he will be fired after game five. <laughs> right, he will mellow. be fired after game five. Half court. Bring that mellow back. Um, no, like, I think Mark Jackson will be a good name uh, because I liked what he did in Golden State with the young two guys. Uh, I think that could be with Book and Lamelo. I really do like Book not a lot. Um, obviously, there's some tiff between him and Borrego. I don't know what is for short going on behind the scenes. Um, but I like his potential. Like when he's actually been able to play, his bounce is unreal. Um, you know, unfortunately, when he didn't get the opportunity to play, he was having issues with his wrist uh, because he punched a locker or something because of an issue with him and Borrego. So that is obviously not the greatest sign of right. possibly some anger issues, but obviously there's some bullying, uh, some issues going on by the scenes. Yeah, Borrego stinks. But, Christian, tell me why you think LaMelo Ball can't average 29. Uh, okay, so I thought about what I said. And I kind of misspoke. I'm not saying he can't, but I'm saying as a sophomore in the league, it's going to be really, really tough. Okay. Uh, I just think it's going to be really tough because that's, that's a lot on him. And, granted, he's been killing it in every league he's gone to. We can all say that, right? Correct. Correct. But this is the NBA. On the East, and I'm just saying, on the East, they play defense. Now, if he was up in the West, sure, go ahead. Throw the ball up there for Don't put that – hey, chill. Don't put sure. that thought out there because this he might try to go back home to L.A., and we don't want to hear that. But I did find someone who y'all should really go after who is a free agent after this year. Who? Y'all need – and Jonathan's going to – I already know Jonathan's going to say. I'm going to say it right. Jonathan's going to say we would love to have him, but is he going to be consistent enough? And I'm going to say to that right now, he only played this way because he was in that – he was in, at that franchise his whole career. Mo Bamba is a free agent next year. Yo, Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter were going back-to-back double-doubles. Like, they were – like tearing up the paint. Bamba's and I know what you're gonna say. No, I, I know I you. Like Bamba. He's okay. He's on my short list of bigs I would want. Like I've been telling you, I've been trying to get Miles Turner for like two, three years now. Miles Turner, John Collins, I'm a big fan of. Two completely different players. He about to, he got and he a free agent after this year, ain't he? Nah, he, he just signed an extension. Like five years. Okay, 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 okay. Because I'm oh that was last year when they were trying to see. Okay, 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 okay. Um. But I would still love to get Miles Turner. I like Mobamba a lot. Mobamba's a different type of big. Right. Like he's he's actually closer Stretch. to a John Collins in terms of more of an offensive threat than a defensive presence like Miles Turner. Right. But I'm he's thinking Mitchell Robinson from New York too. I like Mitchell Robinson. I like Nick Claxton. I would take Nick okay. Claxton. 
Okay. That's Just a get Kobe the fuck out of here. Like, far, far away. Like, like you can't keep having the, the freaking... Uh, Y'all could go get... The white big every year. Like, that. we can't keep having a roster spot for that. We need a talent. Hassan Whiteside. Andre Drummond. Drummond's interesting. Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles. Who's it, the Pacers? No. Y'all should get, uh, what's the name? Bird. Dort. You gotta go ahead and get Dort. Lou Dort? Lou Dort. You about to be a free agent? The Dort? You about to be a free agent. Get the Dort. Hey, would they pay him? Because the, the Thunder are weird. Like, they. Are they ever not tanking? <laughs> hey man, don't talk about my team like that, man. We we just going through some struggles, man. Um, we, is we Dort to be is good, actually man. like the perfect player to play next to Lamelo. He locks up and he can. Sh- yeah, he's learning to shoot. He kind of sh- he shot way better this that year. That boy said he's <laughs> he's learning to shoot. Now I change his answer quick. All right, but mean, speaking, of lear- speaking of learning to shoot, you were talking. Bowl, bowl. You were talking about Lamelo not being able to put up twenty nine or twenty eight. All right, listen. You, you know, you know he's a better NBA three point shooter than Trey Young, according to statistics. He got a higher three point average than Trey Young. Ooh, this been breaking the statistics out here on your ass. So you're down by two. You need three to win the game, and you got one guard coming up the court with the ball. You want Trey Young to take that shot, or you want Lamelo? Give me LaMelo. You saw that? He didn't even say that with confidence. He thought he did. He tried to hype himself up to say it with confidence. <laughs> but in reality, people, he did not say that with confidence. Wait, no. Here's the question. What state are we in? Mm, if it's New York, <laughs> <laughs> if it's New York <laughs> hands down, Trey getting the fucking ball. If we're up north, we're giving, give me Trey Buckets. Anything if north of Atlanta, because he, he kills in Philly, he kills in Boston, and he kills in New York. That man's a stone cold killer, my man. That man's a stone cold killer. Anyway, anywhere above Virginia, he's killing it. Anywhere above Virginia, except for at the Barclays Center. We already know what happens there. Um, let's talk about the last uh, playing game uh, from uh, yesterday. The Spurs moving to the uh, Pelicans. Um, big win for the Pelicans here. Um, CJ McCullough's been what's. He's been giving the ball to be this, the lead of this team, and he's been balling. 32 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Uh, big game for uh, Valanciunas as well, uh, 22 and 14. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 27, 5 and 5. I mean, you know, three big scoring games for these guys. Play really well. Y'all need him. First by 10. Um, I got two parts to this for this next question for you guys because do we think the Pelicans can make it into the playoffs? And uh, – We'll talk about B in a little bit. But uh, you think C.J. McCollum can take this team to the playoffs uh, behind his uh, volume scoring? I think so. I think so. Playing against the I Clippers. Mean, so it's Pelicans-Clippers so. Friday. Should be an interesting matchup. I think they could win. I'll, I'll let you go ahead, Christian. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, you go, go ahead. I, think, I just think that they could just because – CJ has always been the backseat to the NBA and who his teammate is and Damian Lillard, which valid point. But without CJ, they're not that successful in Portland. 
And I think now he understands and knows his worth and value. He always known it. I just think now it's his time to shine. It's like this, this like is the, your moment, dude. This is your moment. Jordan would have waited to baseball. Pippen was like the guy. This is kind of what it feels like for me. Yeah, it's like this is your moment. This is like, dude, like they've been hating on you, CJ. I know you're a baller. Everybody else who fans in the world know you're a baller. Yeah. Like they think you're gonna take second place to Daniel. No, Miller, which I is could do not, that. Oh, you not? What you mean? <laughs> that dude's a baller. When my I man could single hand, he single handedly beat Duke. That boy's a baller. When you single handedly and you bounce Coach K out in the first round, hey, listen, you, you a cool dude to me. You, that dude's nice. And I think that's what he's gonna think in his mind. He's thinking, everyone's doubted. Let me take this team to the playoffs. We may not get that far, but when we get our weapons back, boom, boom, boom. And I'll have a full summer and almost a full summer and offseason with uh, Brandon Ingram and showing him the ropes because he's never really had someone to show him the ropes like that because he was there with Kobe, I'm pretty sure, right? But Kobe wasn't, you know, Kobe was out on the way out, you know. Oh, that, that was bad choice words. Kobe was on the way to retirement. Yeah. So, you know, he wasn't, you know, he's going to have someone who could actually sit in there and show him the game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be smooth. And the thing I is, think too, gonna win. like, they're doing this without Sanyon, right? They've been, been, this is my thing, right? Does Zion make them better, or is he – will he kind of, like, kind of hamper some of that momentum in terms of this? You know, when you rally from behind your team knowing, like, hey, if they don't want to be here, that's fine. Let them do their thing. But we're here, and people in this room, we're going to rally and do it. Because of the fact that Zion was there, all that media distractions, they've kind of rallied to be, to really be as good as they've been this year. Or maybe this is just a catalyst of, hey, like this is what we got just with this core of guys. But with Zion, we're going to even higher heights. I'll let you go, John. Um, so my question is, what do we think the Pelicans are going to get from the Knicks for Zion Williamson once they get in there? Obi Toppin? You're giving up OB quickly. You giving oh, up quickly. Ooh, quickly, yeah. And you giving up. Uh, Fournier doesn't play for y'all anymore, does he? Play for them. Does he? Fournier, yeah, he was on there this year. And you give you, Fournier quickly. What is he on a one-year deal? There's, there's so many guys on a one-year deal for yeah. them. You're giving you're giving up quickly and Fournier for sure. What about Julius Randle? You read? Re- not no. Randall. You're not doing that. Listen, Julius Randle is not that guy in New York. They know it. He he doesn't want to be there. That man had that one season last year. They treated him like a superstar. This man came out this year and was not performing like a superstar. They let him hear it, and this man does not want to be there no more. I got it. The Charlotte Hornets will trade Terry Rozier for... Julius Randle. I see it. I see it. I have spoken. I see it. It's That's the right thing. Like, there. with this organization, man, and being new to, like, following it, I know the crazy stuff they've done in the bad moves. I feel like they're trying hard. They're really trying hard to remove the stigma and try to have some positive uh, outcomes. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if I like that. Watch. 
I'm not watching it. I'm Ray Charles to the bullshit. Um. Okay, so but so are we? So pretty much, we're all in like agreeing that like he ain't gonna be here next year. Maybe not Zion. next year. He definitely don't want to be there. Fair. That's that's why the Knicks traded for Cam Reddish. But you think he will have to have? They already had a RJ showcase, there. though, right? He like, doesn't need a showcase. He is the showcase. But I'm saying, like, yo, he's been hurt. He's been overweight. They don't care. It's the Knicks. It is the Knicks. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's the Knicks poppers. That's, that's the thing. It's going to be no pressure on them to but win. What if he it's, doesn't want to go? It's just going to be the three. He does. He said before the draft he he would love to play in New York. His two best friends are already there. That's why they traded for uh, Cam Reddish. So they would have both of them and not just RJ. They want to get it together and run it back. And maybe maybe they get Coach K out of retirement and he comes coach the Knicks. Who knows? All right, man. I'm going to let you sit on that for a little bit. <laughs> Miss. <laughs> Did y'all see that tweet? Uh, when they were like, uh, wow, imagine doing all this stuff for Coach K, all these tri- all these tribute videos, all these tributes to all these arenas, people selling their tickets for X amount of dollars just to see Coach K's last game, and then for him to just say, I'm going to come back. <laughs> and someone said, someone said, talking to you, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Maybe he hit me. He got another hit tonight. I just, I mean, if it happened, if Coach K ever came back, he, I mean, he would come back to the, he would go to the NBA because I mean, he never coached in the NBA, so I can see him there doing that. The Knicks, he does That's love Madison. He does it, love Madison Square Garden. There's no pressure on them to win. It's legit. All right, you get these three best friends, you let them have fun together, you give them a coach they like, Coach K. You're like, all right, let's see, let's see, what's the worst that could happen? We, but we fire Coach K. He has yeah, a lose. It's never. There's always pressure to win it. But if he you loses, might get mugged for your Tims, whatever the heck you got on you, it's on site if you keep losing and being embarrassing to the Knicks. B, that's what they would say. I'm just channeling my Nick, Knickerbocker uh, fan. Hey, say a lot of for the people in the backyard. But I think, honestly, if that happened, which is never going to happen, guys, I'm sorry, but it's never, like, Coach K coming back to coach in the league. Right, coach K happened. coming back, that might be a stretch. Yeah. Zion... Zion gonna be in the, in the in the next couple of years, right? Whether it's a trade for him or whether he leaves a free agency, he's gonna be a Nick. I can see it. I mean, yeah. I mean, why not? Your two best friends are People over there. Change. I mean, Kevin Durant said he thought he was gonna be a Nick. They thought they was gonna do this whole thing for the Knicks, and they went to the Nets. Something could change. Even if he Nets, became a Nick, I, I would never go to the Nets. If he went to the Knicks, I would I would not have been a fan anymore. I would have that would have been my year to not cheer for my man. Uh, so you're not a real fan, is what you're saying. No, I just like the Knicks. You're not a real Kevin Durant fan, is what I heard. I love Kevin Durant. No, you said when you they called him. when they called him a cupcake, I said you're not a little cupcake. You're a whole cake. <laughs> Stop <laughs> playing with me. <laughs> All right, let's let's do predictions for these uh, for Friday's games: Hawks, Cavaliers. Who do we got for the final uh, playoff spot? Who is it? Who's playing? Hawks, Hawks Cavaliers. and Cavs. I got the Hawks, man. You you can't go against the Hawks. They've uh, they they had a deep playoff run. You gotta go Hawks. Gotta go. 
Jonathan. Uh, I'm trying to see if Jared Allen is still. Yeah, he's out. If they had Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, I might go with the Cavs just because that's a lot of size. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Hawks. <laughs> I know, Trey, we've had our differences. We might have, you know, put some slander in your name. Maybe not as much respect as you would have thought. But I'm ice cold, just like you in the fourth quarter. I'm going with the Cavs full send, baby. Fuck the Hawks. Be going Cavaliers, baby. Trey Young, if you ever watch this, I want to let you know. He said, we slandered your name. We ain't never slandered your name. <laughs> we did CJ. <laughs> That was no, Garland versus Trey Young is going to be very fun. It will be a fun yeah. matchup. Um, uh, second game, Pelicans, Clippers. I got the Clippers. I think. Paul George is back. They kind of worked out some of the kinks in that uh, the first game. It was a close game. They're hungry. They currently, you know, who has the longest playoff streak in it uh, in the NBA right now, Christian? Who? The Clippers, and they're gonna keep that thing ride with a win. Yes, sir. You heard it here first. And they playing who again? Uh, uh, Pelicans. Paul George dropping 37. I'm going to go 37, nine boards, seven assists. You got a lot of faith over there, young buck. You got a lot of faith. In the hey, that's pretty much what he did the other night. Okay, listen, let me tell you what's going to happen. Easy. Pelicans are going to win this game because they got something to prove. CJ McCollum is going to have something to prove. Second thing is, you said the longest streak ever. That's fine. No, longest, longest current streak. Yeah, learn, okay, learn, longest current streak, it don't matter. Streaks are meant to be broken. Yes, sir! Okay? They are meant to be broken. And like I said, they've been there. Like you said, they've been there a lot. That's fine. But they should have handled business the other night, so that tells me they ain't ready for it. CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram? They got something to prove. They've been down to their whole careers, both of them. Hey, I'm proud with Christian right here because this is exactly I'm big. My heart is with CJ McCollum. He's been him and Dame were like easily my one of my favorite backcourts. Um, so I mean Clay and Steph for sure, but uh, Dame Tom and CJ McCollum was a lot of fun. I love those guys. Um, I'm excited to see CJ on his own ball with Brandon Ingram and that young hungry crew and. Uh, should be a fun game. It should be a fun game of basketball uh, Friday night, and we'll talk more about that next week. But let's uh, wrap up with some of uh, our little endeavor that we got into um, because of this guy, Christian. Because, uh, you know, well, granted, last year, or I guess technically this year, last year, first year for me playing fantasy basketball. So it was uh, it was fun. Uh, last year, Christian was his first year playing fantasy Football, and especially, and you know, he was kind of getting into it. I really got into uh, fantasy base uh, basketball, and we said, "Why not? Why not?" 
go do the trifecta and do fantasy baseball. And uh, Chris, how long have you been playing fantasy baseball, Christian? How long have I personally? Yeah. Uh, I'd say for about maybe five years now. Maybe okay. five years, yeah. Um, it was a weird time for me to get into it just because those star players who are now getting older were really young. So it was an interesting time. But, yeah, five years. And, yeah, this is going to be my first year. Uh, this is – Jonathan, this is your first year, right? Uh, both of our first year play fantasy baseball. And it's, it's different. I, I'm going to give you my – it's definitely different. Kind of ba- – fantasy basketball kind of helped me just because of the fact that I never played a sport to where it's, like, multiple days a week. So versus, like, all in on Sunday, one day I give you all my energy, or Sunday, Thursday, you know, and then, you know, I'm good. You know, but, like, with this, it's like I'm constantly checking. Monday night football, baby. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, sorry. Three days. So three days. But like you know, I mean, it's kind of like you know, Sunday, Monday. You kind of got that together. And Thursday, um, and so like now it's like, oh, I gotta check this thing every day. Like who's playing yeah. today? Like when? Yeah. Like I gotta check this thing every day. And I'm still getting the groove. I'm still trying to figure out the best, like strategically, how to play fantasy baseball well, but. Um, I'm excited. Um, to, and I haven't really been into baseball lately the last couple of years, ever since the Nationals won it. Um, but I'm excited to get back into it. I mean, Nationals kind of stink uh, this year, but the cherry blossoms are fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they always got the tough jerseys. They yeah. always got them, dude. So I'm going to have to cop one of them. Like I copped the Lamella Ball, the John Morant jersey this year. From the same website? Uh, this is going to be a different website. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my podcast, Christian. <laughs> no, regardless, we're going to be supporting out here. We're going to be wrapping. Uh, Jonathan, what are you excited about so far? Or so far. Okay, so right now, first week, Albany Booty Clappers versus Team Edwards, week one. And it's a pretty good matchup because this is both of our first time playing baseball. So it's kind of like, you know, us going against each other is very interesting uh, dynamic. Um, uh, what's the current score right now? Uh, 327 to 302. Ooh, that boy coming back. Interesting. I had a pretty sizable lead start off. Charlie Morton definitely fucked me tonight because he's getting straight <laughs> clapped out there. But listen, the Albany booty clappers are coming for the booties, and we clapping them all season long because, you know, Everybody loves baseball booties, and the booty clappers are going are taking it to the top, baby. Well, you better clap when you can, because Acuna and Tatis coming back for me soon. And not, hey, they're not coming back on my Sunday. I don't care. <laughs> I want the dub this week. Hey, we go one and zero each week. That's all we care about is going one and zero each week. That's all that matters. We'll go That's to that in the future. That's a lot of weeks. Hey, but that's a lot of now. weeks. We focus on the now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you better be trying to go one and zero this week, cause uh, you got an eighty point lead. Oh my god! Cause when I checked, hey, you was clapping. I was clapping. Was clapping. Now you whistling. Now you whistling. <laughs> now you whistling. You're afraid. Um, Listen, it'll be okay. We'll be fine. But back to what you were saying, though, man. Uh, I do appreciate you guys joining the joining the league. Um, I did tell you all at the beginning that it was going to be interesting. You have to check it every day. Pitches, your like pitches is a whole other thing. Your players are a whole other thing. Batting averages, like statistics, they 
and slumps are a real thing in this league. So, yeah. you know, I told you guys you're going to have to, you know, look at that. I think the, my favorite part of this league so far, by like right now, is um, so I'm a commissioner, and I brought Jonathan on to be, um, you know, a commissioner as well. And the day we kept, I'm telling you, like, you guys don't even know. Me and probably spent maybe like an hour, hour and a half on FaceTime, like trying to figure out these, these rules, everything going on. And I promise you, the first time I hit that randomized button, I had the eighth pick. I'm telling you guys right now. And then I did it a few more times, and I ended up with the eighth pick again. You guys are so lucky. But I think the favorite part was, CJ, I think you have the second or third pick. Second? Uh, Excuse me. I got first overall pick both drafts this year, and I'm talking about football and baseball, baby. I am number one. I think that was the most that was exciting for me because I was like, yes, man, my, like one of my two guys are getting the number one pick. Who who is he going to choose? I think that was the most. Like, I I told John that I was like, yes, like even though like I think I had the third or fourth pick, and I think Jonathan, I think I had, you fourth, and I think I had fifth. Okay, no, I had third. You had fifth because remember I would take your guy, and then someone else would take him um, um, between yeah. yeah. And I think that was cool just to see us like staggered like that. And I was really excited to choose CJ. I'm telling you, I was so excited you had number one pick. I was like, who is my man going to pick? Um, but it is going to be a long season. Anyone out there who wants to do fantasy baseball, um, it's the longest sport. I think there's like 28 weeks or something it's like an, that. It's 20... thing too, right, that is also factoring in, which I have to start. It's a little bit, it was a little bit of a different offseason. We didn't think baseball was going to happen at all this year. Right? right, and so a lot of this is like a shortened, condensed spring training, but that's what the players did want. Um, so I, it's just like that. How are guys going to start the year? It is a long season, so you do got those guys. That's the thing too. Is, is wild about having a mid-season All-Star game, right? Like a guy can be all world in the first six, you know, two two months of the season, whatever, get All-Star bid, and then just go to straight to bed towards October. Like, just straight right. booty cheeks, you know? And so it's like, like yeah, like, you, you got you to gotta find the waves. You got to see who's on the hot streak. You got to – it's learning about these guys who are batting in the second and third um, position in line, knowing that these are your guys. They count on being your hitters, you guys who are getting on base, on base percentage guys. And it's really kind of – it's starting to warm up my baseball – you know, managerial feelings again. Because, you know, I used to be a big baseball guy. I used to – I mean, I, I I used to watch baseball a lot. Like, especially when I live in Maryland, I was able to watch the Nationals games, like, every night at 7 o'clock. You know what I mean? It was right. just – it was on massive. It was easy to watch. I could watch it. Then do something else in the background, you know, kind of fall, fall in love with that team. You know, which, you know, that time, Nationals were, like, trying to be a baby Yankees, trying to buy their team as much as they could. Um – you know, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm definitely uh, really excited. Uh, get it? We'll, we'll get more into it. We'll be going to some baseball games this year for sure. Uh, gotta check. You have out. the Knights up there. You have the Knights. Yeah, we do have the Knights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stadium's that. pretty cool. It's like in uptown, so it's like got the skyline around it, which is pretty cool. Um, gotta go see them Holy City River Dogs. Um. I saw the new Udis. You saw those? Um, I'm, I'm I am not a fan of the River Dogs anymore. Um, really? They're, they're not. Oh, they're, they're not, not affiliate of the Yankees. They're not affiliate the Yankees. Yeah. They went to the team that I hate the most 
in Red the Tampa Sox? Bay Rays. They went to the Tampa oh, really? Bay Rays, and I hate the Tampa Bay Rays. This week, I, I don't say I hate them. It's just every time we seem to play them, they seem to give us their best. And, like, their best isn't beating us by two or three runs. It's by 15 runs. I'm trying to figure out how do you do this consistently to the Yankees? Like, what did we do to you guys? And they were like, oh, we're not only going to whoop your butts. We're going to buy your franchise team out there in Charleston, South Carolina. So And then, and then the Yankees were like, oh, we're just going to make our training facilities in, in Tampa, Florida. So how about that? So I just feel like just, he had to uh, he had he had to make a business decision. decision. Oh my god! I, I just when I found out that they did that, man. A lot of teams in the South actually got bowed out by um, a lot of teams. So Augusta Green Jackets, they were with the San Francisco Giants. Now they're bought out by Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. And another team in Richmond, I think another team, and I'm in Charleston. A lot of teams have been getting bought, bought out by different teams. Yeah, their contracts um, ending. Same thing with the Nationals. I was like, I was like, oh wait, we're about the Potomac. Na-? Like I'm thinking, like I forget. Um, who their new affiliate is? Because it was like playing MLB the show. Like, like I used to play 2K. I used to play MLB 2K. Like, whatever that was out a while ago, and just that's how I learned all the like the AAA right. and AA affiliates because I was playing in those leagues, get my get, trying to get my dude to the majors and stuff. And took forever. And then I was like, boy. like, wait, why is this? Team? I, it was like watch playing the show 20, but I was like, wait, I thought I knew because I played for the Nationals. Like, wait, what team am I? So like <laughs> they switched up their you know foods whatever so which I will be interested to figure out what what I don't know if it's just business or what goes into switching your minor league affiliate you know because I mean you're because yeah, no you are funneling players you know you're funneling the coaches so like what is it that you would unless it's just like buddy I think what it is is. I can only speak for the River Dogs and Augusta Green um, Jackets. I'm I am nowhere near affiliated with those guys whatsoever. I do not work for them, not the people. So, put that out there. I think personally, Augusta Green Jackets they were by the San Francisco Giants, and then the River Dogs are by the New York Yankees. That's pretty far away from your headquarters. Especially, but they're double A. Are they double A or single A? They're they're single A. So that I mean, shouldn't even matter. Lower end, but still, that's a long way. That is a it long is, way. but like a long way, not... as in. A long, a long way, way from the majors as well. No, 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 no. But I'm not, not like that, but like uh, – what's his name? Alex Rodriguez before he got in trouble with all that other stuff, right? Yeah. When he hurt his wrist. Oh, what a bad. The triple-A team, the triple-A team and the double-A teams were away on the West Coast. And the only team he could play for to get back in the group thing was Charleston, mm-hmm. right? Remember That's that. a long flight to go down here and then go all the way back. That's a lot of travel. That you unnecessarily travel that you need him to do. So therefore, and you're single, and then you're single. Uh, you're uh, the what's his name? San Francisco Giants and Augusta. That happens again over there. And they got to send their guy all the way to the East Coast. That's a lot. And then he got to go back and jet lag and all that kind of stuff and play a game. That's a lot. I think that's more of what's going on. Um, and plus, there's just no fans like that. You know, there's probably more. I'm not gonna say there's more people. Here from Tampa than New York. I'm not going to say that whatsoever, but there weren't too many Yankee fans around here. And then probably in Augusta, there's probably no fucking Giants fans. Listen, yeah. if you, if you've been to a Thirsty Thursday with the Joe, you know <laughs> nobody care about the baseball. <laughs> they are there for one thing and one thing only, and that is to get lit. Yeah, we got to have a <laughs> Thirsty Thursday at the Joe. They get in trouble. 
hammered. That's yes, sir. <laughs> Ask baseball trivia questions. So, uh, so if you win this trivia, you get a dollar. We'll buy you a drink. Because that's, that's the only time I can afford to buy some that drink, to be quite honest, with a dollar night. And then that should be primo yeah. content. Yeah. I guarantee you, after, like, the fifth inning, you ask somebody what inning it is, they won't be able to tell you. <laughs> well, they probably they won't the game when they, they top or they stop uh, selling drinks. I feel like they have like a time frame where they stop selling to get people time to sober up at least. Or hopefully, I remember uh, I used to work at the uh, Southern Maryland Blue Crab Stadium in uh, Southern Maryland. Uh, it's a uh, professional league, but that's just like you know a lot of work to older guys. But they had a all you could eat wings and beer on Thursdays. And I think it was probably 30 bucks or something like that. But they stop. They stop it like at past the fourth or fifth inning or something like that. So like pre-game up to that, you can just eat as much wings as you want. So maybe they do something like that. But I don't know. I never actually, I don't think I've been to I haven't been to the jail in a long time. Not since I was high school, maybe younger. Since I've been back is to this him, is this him confessing that he was doing Thirsty Thursdays? Hey, yo, no, chill. Hey, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underage drinking? What are we promoting here? First hey, of all, you had enough gas money to get all the way downtown and back? First and foremost. I was struggling to get to the school. Again. Hey, I first of all, in high school, I never had a full tank of gas in my Jeep. Ever. <laughs> gas is like at least... 315, 330 average all the time. So it was no way. I never had a full tank. The closest I ever had was a three fourths of a tank. And that was just like a lucky day. Not even a lucky day. It was like a, uh, I think my dad came down. And he was like, feeling, he's like, oh, I'm going to fill up your tank. And he's like, and he kept going. He's like, all right, this is as much as I'm going. <laughs> so what you're saying is you went on a, a hot date to the Joe or something? Listen, 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 listen. Chauffeur I was with my parents and my family, okay? <laughs> Actually, one time I did go to the Joe in middle school, and they were doing these little commercial ads. Are uh, drinking in middle school? Hey, yo, chill, chill on the drink. We're not talking about drinking no more. <laughs> But I did do a commercial ad in middle school for uh, whatever. I forget the locals to my 20 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and for like, we, it was like, oh, do you like the Simpsons or do you like Family Guy? You just say, we love Family Guy and the Simpsons. And I had that little uh, commercial spot like in middle school. And I had people come up to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw you on TV. So, I mean, I was like a young TV star. From so you're famous and you didn't want to put us on? Wow. Crazy. You know what's crazy? This episode is over. That is crazy. It's Uh, time to go! It is time to go. uh, But, uh... Alright. This is how we're going to end it. One bold prediction for the NBA playoffs. That you uh, give us your one bold prediction. And then we're going to get the heck out of here. And we'll catch you guys next week. Um, I believe that the Hawks will go to the third round of the playoffs. And then third round. You talk about the Atlanta Hawks? 
I think they can do it. Um, I don't think they're going to make it out then, to play it. Whoa, buddy boy. Sorry, roll. And then, one more thing. I I believe that Team Ed- Edwards will upset the Albany. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, Christian. Underage drinking is, is not a thing. <laughs> I just got I got um Atlanta getting past the play in. I got them going. I'm gonna change it. I got them going to the second round. Um but then they get swept. Already back round. Them. No, they get swept in third round. I said they, okay. they get swept in third round. That's it. All right. So you know who Atlanta's playing in the first round if they win, right? I do not. That's why I, I yeah. Nope. They got the heat. You think they're beating the heat? Yeah, he ain't got nothing. He, Spolstra, Jimmy, um, you dogs has them. They all that whole triangle factor right there. They ain't going that far. Um, I don't think they going that far. Your boy Personally, Anthony ain't gonna like that. No, That's Joey hard. ain't gonna like that. Your boy Joey ain't <laughs> gonna like that either. That's right. Well, I didn't know they were playing in the first round. Um, I think the Heat is. Um, I think I told y'all they're the current day bad boys. I think um, no one wants to see them on on or off the court. Um, <laughs> um, if they play the Hawks, they, they'll beat the Hawks. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. It's I haven't watched the Heat game at all this year. All I have, well, the biggest news I got from them was Spolstra. I've never seen Spolstra that mad. And <laughs> Udaz has him. He is definitely the guy you want to go in the bar fight with and not against. Is so, Jimmy the problem? I, is Jimmy the? Isn't he always? What are we talking about here? What are, is Team Edwards going to upset the booty clappers? I think so. Hey, yo, why are we keep talking about this, man? He's going to get his booty clap respectfully, yo. Respectfully. Uh, <laughs> get the first clap victim. You about to get clapped. You about to throw that thing back. You about to get clapped. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's about to happen. Hey, chill. Jonathan, what's your... Uh, What's your goal prediction? The Celtics are going to get upset in the first round by the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie revenge tour against the Celtics. That man will bring the stage. He will be cleaning out the the bad vibes from the Celtics. And, they did uh, chant. They did chant. Kyrie sucks. Kyrie revenge tour. He's going to average 35 for the series. All four games. Because they're sweeping them. This is my stage. Let me know. Stage. I got two. Got two. Fuck that. Christian went off script for the jump. He went off script for the jump. Fuck that. And I take back my hot take. I don't want to. I don't. I don't. I'm following. I'm following Jonathan and his hot take on the NBA. And I'm just going to say Team Edwards about to wax that ass of Albany Booty Clappers. That's, that's yes, my one sir. take. It's not one take. Just wait until we line up against you and you just bend over and get that ass clapped. And then you come in two seconds. It's okay. Hey, yo. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Yeah. 
That man said you can't handle. Nah, bro, you can't. That's all I'm saying. You can't handle. You can't handle. That's all I'm saying. All right, this is getting too weird. This is getting. Anyways, my I got Memphis Grizzlies making it all the way to the finals. Is my bold prediction and my bold B. Golden State loses first round to the Nuggets. Yeah, that's not Jonathan, ridiculous. That's not ridiculous to say that. Uh, um, I understand Jonathan's about to clap you real hard. Uh, you just come back to earth, man. That's not gonna happen. But okay, I'm watching. It's okay. It's a good. It's a good Memphis Grizzlies team. Oh, you said Grizzlies? Yeah. What did you thought I said? Against who? I said Grizzlies making it to the finals and then Nuggets beating the Warriors first round. Okay, that's what I was saying. Nuggets first round. I just don't see that in passing the first round. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Uh, what's up with Jamal Murray? Could Jamal Murray come back for this season? I just have I have one question for you guys though. One question. And I promise you the last thing I ever have to ask. <laughs> Who is y'all's MVP? One answer. You don't get a monologue. All right. One name. Uh, hold up. Should, should we do a whole separate show for this? Award, award uh, NBA award show? We can Ooh, talk more I about like that. that. I like yeah. that. This could uh, be a first nice award goes teaser. to first this award goes to Team Edwards against Booty Clappers. Yeah, bro. Listen, look, we're gonna do that show after I clap his ass, bro. That's all I gotta say. His booty will be clapped. This booty shall remain unclapped. <laughs> Clap on, clap off. Dolan nah, B. nah, nah. Period. This booty like a, uh, it's like a poetry slam because we don't do no clapping here. At the best, all you get, all you get is a snap. At best. Are you trying to say your booty snap back? Got the sage and got the snapping. Ooh, I'm ready. Yes, I'm sir. Ready. It's okay, man. But all right, guys, we'll catch you next time for our NBA awards and some more NFL draft talk later as well and some more NBA coverage. Be sure to keep it locked here on your podcast feeds, your Twitch streams, our social media streams, all that goodness. And the XFL is making a comeback. Can't wait. It's coming back with The Rock. Hey, I'm Rock Hard, baby, and I'm ready to go. Hey, and that's how we end in this episode. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. See you later. <laughs>